to the Mighty Misfit Menagerie. Everyone, thanks for being here. Or we are. Mm -hmm. Thanks for being here, Kev. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> change it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for being with us. It is the second night of Candle Keep, Zikrin's Zephyrian Tome. And yeah, we've we've gone on a little bit of an adventure. You guys are exploring something, and we are gonna get a recapitation from the lovely Helena. Well, things were very going along quite well. Um, we had a little visit from Lavtari, a tiefling, and they needed to give a, a book to Paige, a locked book. I mean, this is not okay. We don't need to be denying people knowledge. Um, so they, they hand it off to us so that we can take care of it, because of course we know Paige. We know where to find him. Apparently he joins us at some point, which I did not remember. So please let me know when that happens. I don't think he ever just was. He was with us the whole time. Yes, he was with us. Yeah, I, so. I poked the ceiling and he fell out of the ceiling. Oh, okay. He's always not as So we tinker around with this locked book. It's called Zikran's Zephyrian Tome, and which probably you'd think would mean it was going to blow us away, but has yet to do so. Um, except then a head appeared and it was that of the Jin Ghazi Anon. And he's like, yo, what's up? Uh, I've been trapped here by this water genasi wizard, Zikram. He thinks he's so cool. Um, but maybe you want to help me out here. And we're like, yeah, we totally want to do that because... Except for Bedlin, who was very opposed. We don't get, <laughs> we don't get a wish spell. <laughs> do you know how valuable wish spells are? Come on. He don't care. I don't care. He My dad grants care. people wishes all the time, and it never turns out right. Great point. It's almost every story. Yes, every time it goes wrong, so we'll see how it goes. Um, so they're, they're like, hey, why don't you go to his lab? It's in the secret cave. You know, you follow some coral, and you figure it out. We're like, okay, cool. We totally got this. We travel all the time. We head out to sea. We find the coral. We find the cave. We fight some ghosts. Recapitated. <laughs> Thank you. Anything? Anybody want to supplement well, so, a little bit of that? So <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. You did a great job. So we found the the half elf ghosts, mm -hmm. and they're like died of they drowned. It seems yes. like they were in a battle, and they had respite in this cave, and then were so tired that when they, they didn't wake up when they drowned. Yes. Yeah. And then we found this room that we're currently in that had a door like a physical, honest-to-God yes. door in it, and I sent a mouse through the ajar door, and it squeaked loudly, and that's where we ended. And additionally, right. this room seemed to have been a bedroom, but it has been long unused. Correct. Yeah, so you guys found some scrolls and things on the shelves. I know that um, Kirill stashed away a few of those to maybe take back to Candlekeep. Uh, anything that's used on your character sheet on D&D Beyond, mm -hmm. I did use last time, so. Okay. Yes, and so you had to traverse some water. We had, um, you know, a couple of the rooms were flooded to a certain degree. And yes, um, Benlin sent a little mouse off through the doorway. You heard a squeak, and then we faded to black. So as we come back to this not quite waterlogged cave, again, it's um, the walls are damp. You know, this part is fairly dry. The area is dry, but the, the moisture permeates the air. and. The door is only slightly ajar. You're hearing the water sounds, and then you hear 
well, the I'm mouse through the mouse's senses. Okay. Okay. So you have mm -hmm. gotcha. So then, as, okay, that's right. You rolled a stealth, didn't you? Yes. What I, I'm trying to remember. I what don't you remember said. what it was, but I, I did roll one. You rolled one. I don't think it was very high. I think it was middling. Yeah. I rolled a four. I have I have a, a roll for eleven and twenty-two. It doesn't tell me no, that was medicine. Okay. That was for to check the ghosts, I think, to see how they then died. I must have rolled it physically because I don't have it in the Okay. Long. So as you as you are watching through the eyes of this little mouse going into this cavern, you see Are you looking at the room or? I just see whatever the mouse okay. is. Okay, so you walk I in control the mouse. and you're looking around. Mm -hmm. You see just around you some what look like bookshelves and some other stands. Um, you turn towards the middle of the room. There's a circular area in the middle of the room, rather large. And on top of that is a bronze young dragon looking down at this mouse that says, so they sent in the cavalry first. The mouse bows. <laughs> well, that's where the you know like the squeak from seeing the dragon. <laughs> Nothing's happening. Uh, no, something is definitely happening. Menlin says with his eyes closed. <laughs> well, what there's a there's a dragon in there, and he seems to be waiting Curious. for the mouse to say something. Color, color. Uh, I don't, it's dark, um, it's metallic. Okay. The dragon slowly starts stepping off of the dais in the middle of the room, brings his head down to the level of the mouse. Come out, come out wherever you are. I will walk up to the door and knock. Hello? The mouse fucks off. <laughs> okay. Uh, may we enter? Such manners for invading someone's home. Uh, uh, apologies. We were under the impression that this cavern um, was owned by uh, a rather uh, repugnant fellow, and it's clear that we were incorrect in that. Let me see with whom I speak. So I may open the door. You may enter. Well, open the door. We're opening the door? <laughs> and uh, as soon as the door is open, I will bow. I follow suit. <laughs> I also follow suit. Uh, I am Kuro Loreweaver, uh, bard uh, from Candlekeep. These are my associates. Uh, I will let each introduce me themselves. Me and Bo will just lean into the doorway. <laughs> Hello. Okay, I'm so you guys are... Oh. Let me do this. <laughs> no problem. So are we on... Do you guys want to see what we're looking at? Yeah, I just want to put Kuro in there. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, I want to... Girl right in the path of the breath, weapon. That's why me and Bo are staying inside that door. <laughs> I take the <laughs> Nope, that's the thing. I'm, I thought I was on the token layer. Want to wear tokens? And tokens. This is okay, a bronze so, copper, really. So there, and then, yep, there we go. Yeah, that's the 
He's, he's really patina. That's the dragon. That's a dragon. So, it's a young bronze dragon. So I'm sorry, who was all inside? Me and you were still out. Naya was inside. inside, and you guys were like peeking in through the doorway. So let's think that the the doors are open, and you've got like a Scooby-Doo head on either side, <laughs> looking through. Our deepest apologies if we've disturbed you. I am Naya. We come from Candlekeep. So as you guys are... To whom do we have the pleasure of speaking? Chocolate sticks his little drake head in <laughs> next to mine. Uh, if you if you wish to share with us. My name is Ashgal. Are you speaking comic or common? Speaking common. Oh, good. Like, let me go to Ash Garland. Ash Garland. Lovely to meet you. A pleasure. My name is Paige Non Thievery. Of course, we've always called you that. I heard that something has brought you to my home. Oh, yeah, sorry. The mouse was a friend of uh, Benlin here's. Um, being that we thought the caverns were uninhabited, we were ensuring that nothing was going to attack us in the next room. The mouse runs back and runs up Benlin's leg. And he just kind of, like, <laughs> poofs it. <laughs> and this That's is where it came from. What are you, Paladin of? He's a Paladin of the Crown. He's a Paladin of Candlekeep. And this is uh, Bosa, Paladin of Candlekeep. That's Bo, last name Seth. <laughs> Bo Seth. We are. We were sent here by an evil genie. I'm sorry I, if this was uh, a trap. He, um, <laughs> we apologize for intruding on your home. Are um, you in a long-standing battle with a genie? Not to my knowledge. Ah. There is uh, a genie that has been trapped within a book, uh, and the wizard that did this to him at one time lived in your home. Perhaps prior to it being your home. What are you seeking to come here, then? Well, uh, he would like to be free of the book. We're looking for Zekrin. He's a water genasi wizard. We thought if we came here, we could find information on where he is currently. We thought this was his laboratory. I know nothing of this Zekrin. All right, well, our bad this... then. Can I incite that? Sure. Also, I'm surprised Paige hasn't looked around I'll, the treasure. Did I'll help with that. I got a good insight. I don't have a good insight. <laughs> you want help me? Insight. I will help <laughs> you. Yes. You, you, you want me to help? Nat 20! Not the 28! So, Ashgarlet doesn't know anything specifically about Zikrin. Um... So he's telling the truth in that respect. Um, you know, anything that he might know about him is is very superficial, just from the surroundings. So, may we, if it's not too much of an intrusion, um, ask how you came to um, roost here, as it were? As I was exploring the waters near this area, I found this cavern which already housed many beautiful items. And so it was haunted? You mean 
the little elves. Yeah. They learned the hard way. Us too. When I found this place, it was abandoned and empty. Except for some of the lovely items that were left behind, and I have added to that collection. Yeah. So one thing that I... Wonderful taste. One thing that I did want to bring up is the fact that when you're looking at Ashgarleth, you see him um, on in the middle of this daze, and he has a very brightly colored uh, coral crown Ooh. on his head. And I will show you. Let me see if I can pull him up. We can kind of see the token, but yeah. You know, there's a handout. It's like a little mohawk. No problem. Uh, this one. There we go. It's a crown. I thought it was a big eyebrow. Ooh. <laughs> oh, oh, and you really get an idea of that it's a laboratory. So as you're looking in, and I'll give you a little description, several small glowing stones hang from the 20-foot high ceiling of this large cave, which is cluttered with laboratory equipment and beautiful coral sculptures. Rising from the floor in the center of the room is a circular stone dais that is obviously obvious grooves to accommodate a device of some kind, though no such device is present. Atop the dais is our bronze scaled dragon wearing a coral crown. Do we feel like that 20 insight that him wearing a crown speaks to his mental state? <laughs> um... I mean, the question was the the thing that you were inciting was a question of what he knew about Zikrin. Can I insight if this guy's crazy or not? Sure. It's. I mean, I think crazy is going to be a little subjective, but yeah. Question. Question for Rio. Did Paige have any telepathy 29. connections? Uh, I don't think you had established any. No, I had game. because I was oh. in crocodile form, so he. had... So at least uh, me, I think that was it though. Okay. Because you because uh, you connected to me when I was in crocodile form, so I could talk. That makes sense. I want to connect and bring Kirill in to our mental conversation. In, group chat. To the group. <laughs> I want to add Kirill to the group chat and go. Um, is this gonna end violently? Well, with the 29 insight, do I feel like he's off his rocker or if he's just like posing for us? Like, is he posturing what or. Does <laughs> well, like, so, like, from all the stories that Coulter has told me, like, the fact that he's wearing a crown and the way he's speaking make me think, like, maybe he's a little. Like, it could either be that he's like, I'm a big powerful dragon and this is fun, or like I am a big powerful dragon and I am insane. <laughs> <laughs> I think the way that Kirill's processing it, and tell me if this is too much, but okay. it's like so Kirill's whole backstory was that he was kidnapped by a dragon for a while and is like he lived with the dragon for basically ten years. Um so like he's been around sure. for that. Sure. Um, so I think my perception of this, and this doesn't have to be correct or incorrect, but let me know mm -hmm. if this is me reaching too far. Um, is that He's a young dragon, uh -huh. bronze dragon. This is probably his first lair or horde. Okay. And I think he's probably just showing off. So I'm going to lean into his ego and like go with that. But that's just my like the way that Kirill's processing it. But is that too much information for him to like 
Considering I got a nat 20, 29. So I think, I think with your background, Cheryl would probably, I think that's a, that's a step that you could take. You know, that's definitely an intuitive kind of understanding of what the background that you have and what you're seeing of, of the surroundings in here. That would make sense. Um, Ash Garlith is being very genuine with you guys. Um, you know, he's, he's a bit guarded and so he's posturing a little bit um he's talking about you know who's coming into my home mm -hmm. and so you might get a sense that he's being protective but not necessarily that he's insane or that you know it's not it's not about him being crazy it's about him guarding his lair i'm just saying he should put a door up he did have there a, is a door no, no, on the door. front of the gate. That's what I mean. Like, like, hey, somebody lives here. Don't the, go here. the water that floods in is not enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, in a world filled with adventures, it would be smart to put up a sign like, hey, don't come in here. But that would make them come. They're adventurers. <laughs> yeah, that's just like, hey, flashing sign. But you think so, maybe that's what the dragon scratches on the walls were, was him being like, there's a fucking dragon here, stay out. Yeah, I mean, so that, we, and that's another we thing did maybe... think that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so in exploring the exterior, or the interior of the other caverns, um, there were obvious claw marks in okay. the walls or in the floor, things like that, that kind of led you to believe that there might be some creature living okay. here or being here. Um, Ash, Garlith, we greatly appreciate... Um, your patience and hospitality in this moment as we've entered unannounced and without permission. Um, uh, without permission, yes, unannounced, no. You made quite a racket earlier. In your head, Fair. you hear, just tell me when to bow. <laughs> bow. <laughs> and you, the wings flutter just a little bit. Um, if this is not a good time, we understand, but we have a new friend in great need. Would it be acceptable to introduce him to you? And perhaps um, he may see a clue to where we might go after this in order to help him with his plight. You may introduce me to whomever you wish, as long as you leave my trinkets where you find them. Very fair. The page. <laughs> Very fair. <laughs> I, in your head, I said non-thievery. <laughs> and I, I'll open the book. And as you open the book in front of Ash Garlic, the, the cloudy wisps um, emanate from the pages and the head of Gazre Azam um, form just hovering above the book. Um, and he kind of turns and takes in the scene. It's like, Ash Garlith, might I introduce Gazra's um, genie of the book? It is my pleasure to make your acquaintance, Gazra says. Um, this is a curious item indeed. Yes, he, we are looking for a way um, that was here to help free our dear friend. Well, as I mentioned, this lair was empty prior to my occupancy. And Gazrezam will look around and this very much looks like Sikrin's laboratory. Um, but again, much has changed. 
Perhaps Ash Garlic ate Zekron. My lord, to the dragon, mm-hmm. and I produce a 300 gold piece diamond. Ooh! Uh, is it possible, without taking anything, to look around and gain the information that we seek? In exchange. The dragon will step off the dais <laughs> and very carefully pluck the diamond. So it's like this. <laughs> 300 gold piece diamond. He's a big dragon. Yes. <laughs> he's looking at the diamond. While he's looking in the head, in your heads, I go, didn't he just say that there were st- was stuff here when he moved in? But then he was getting out. I think, yeah, he kept all of it and added it to his hoard. So now we get a chance to look around the hoard, at least. Okay. Well, hopefully. You see Ash Garlet take the diamond and place it in his crown. Ooh, excellent choice. You may peruse the room, but do not take. Never. My duties and my treasures are mine. If we have need to take anything, we would be more than willing to discuss a price. A greater treasure, if the necessity... We have already shown that we uh, barter in good faith. But we cannot promise that we won't need to take some small trinket. But we will not take it against your will. Not without permission. We will discuss. Ex- yes, exactly. Too kind, darling, too kind. And Ashgar lifts, kind of settles down into the dais and watches. I think despite himself, Chuck can't resist going up and kind of like sniffing the big <laughs> dragon. <laughs> Be wary, little one. Of what? <laughs> takes a big whiff of chomp good you shall grow to be strong ash garlic says in draconic uh chomp good just rolls over onto his belly just kind of like wagging his tail <laughs> mm, i don't I've been training him like a dog. <laughs> and while you guys, if you guys want to look around, Ashgarleth will look into the shelves and whatnot and pick out a small piece of coral and present it to Chomkud. Chomkud eats it. <laughs> that was for saving, but... <laughs> well, he did it a very high honor inside of his person, right? He, is, he consumed it now. Good you may enjoy your trinkets as you see fit. My hoard rests within me. <laughs> he has already let each of us know that he intends to consume us upon our demise. Wise, Wise creature. Um, and so you guys can... Crawls up another dice, just kind of snuggles into the dragon. <laughs> yeah. All right. Investigation? Okay. Um, so, is it possible to just make a straight perception, just to see if there's anything that looks particularly momentous while they do thorough investigations? Yeah, I mean, you can take a look around for sure. Um, I'll, I'll help. What I will. What else? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Percepting. That's still a thirteen. That's still a twenty-nine. <laughs> I, I did a double twenty-four. Okay. With advantage. So, yeah, you're seeing a lot of, um, like, as you saw on the, on the handout, um, there's 
chalkboards and tables and desks and shelves and the dais itself kind of draws your attention um you know it's it's large enough where it can hold ash garlic but it's also very intricate in the fact that you're noticing some grooves in it that don't look like they were dragon made Mm-hmm. And so that kind of piques your interest with with that. So I will mentally tell you and Kirill, since we're all connected, I'm pretty sure it's the dais. Ash Garland, mm-hmm. um, with yes. your permission, may I examine your resting place? This is all my resting place you've already asked. Oh, I apologize. Uh, where you are presently seated. There it is. And he'll back off and go towards the door, and he's blocking the door. So that is fair. That is very fair. <laughs> it's a 29 to investigate the dais. Okay. And then John Good will march over and be underneath him, just like... <laughs> okay, so the dais itself, it looks like... And I will move him off of there. I don't know if it shows anything else, if you have it. Just the dais. Um... It has it has grooves and notches set into it that look like they held some kind of device. There's no device or anything large enough in this room that would fit in this area though. So, but you're seeing like maybe some stands, but the grooves specifically that- um, Something interlocked. Yes, yes, thank you. Do any of the like, diagrams or anything that are on the walls given indication so in um gazray azam's book so when you were reading gazray azam's book it was more talking about um zikrin's methodology of trapping uh gazray azam and so not necessarily his um his works his his study his um you know his research and so nothing really from the book correlates with what you're seeing on the dais but you were you were looking at the yeah like the chalkboards and like yeah like all that kind of okay and so as you're looking around um the chalkboards have like it looks like what would have been formulas or different diagrams on there, um, but they're wiped almost clean. It's just like the remnants. You know how if it's been on there for a while, it kind of imprints in the chalk or in the in the board itself, and so you see remnants of it. But it's it's almost entirely wiped clean. There's no make real make a math check with Colter skills or with <laughs> right. Carol actually has a decent intelligence, but not not that decent. I think Paige is the smartest of us. Yeah. And so, can we make a call about them being erased by a dragon or by some smaller being that used an eraser? I mean, it, it'd be kind of hard to see if, if, I think you could at least assume that if it was erased by the dragon, there would be some claw marks or some kind of scratching on the chalkboard, um, which you don't see. You don't see that on those, on the boards. Does Carol like point out the grooves and stuff to the group yeah yeah i would say so i believe this was the location of some sort of intricate and possibly powerful device um so big. how mr dragon mr great 
dragon being person. He can, turns he just, his head to you. can he just know his name? <laughs> Ash Garlith. Ash Garlith. Mr. Green Dragon person. Okay. I'm at a 10, okay? Yep. Um, was this place always abandoned when you got here, or would have things, have thieves come and taken from you, or has, has it always been like this? Thieves who tried to take from Ashgarlis suffer the consequences as those bells you saw. As they should. The, the happens for thieves. They tried to take what was mine. And might, but that is despicable. May I ask what they tried to take? They came into the room and began picking up my treasures. And he looks over at a stand of coral that is on one of the one of the um, bookshelves, and through some of my writings, and there's a bookshelf, another bookshelf of scrolls and things, and um, there's some books on there as well. And so, you wrote they did not succeed. I did not write those items, but they are mine. Can we read them without removing them from the space? You have offered tribute. You may peruse. Hey, uh, Carol. Alma, for Usually we have Cindy for the speed reading, but I'll just try and see if any of the spines or like any of the things match the kind of writing that was in the book. I will do the same. Okay. I am specifically staying close to Kiro. Just throwing it out there. Okay. If we're moving around, specifically tailing Kiro. Oh, damn it. Okay. I was wrong earlier, but that's a uh, 14. Sorry, everyone 14? else. 14, 14 too. Okay, <laughs> so with, and you guys still have Gazriazam open, mm-hmm. correct? Okay, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> so Gazriazam will speak to you. Um, the shelves on the left in particular may be of some interest. You may wish to, to look over in those articles. And so you can each take advantage on that sorry, since he's direct. And I was going to say guidance too. Okay. Just, like just poke take your advantage. own some guidance. Oh, okay. I mean, I've missed this while I'm just reading something. Nat 20 plus 1, so that's a 31. Uh, 25. Nice. Okay. Nice. Awesome. Looks like and I made the right choice. I may, have, uh, I may have missed this. I was looking at something. Sure. Have we specifically investigated the grooves to see if we can figure out what was in the grooves or what would fit there? I think Kirill okay. tried to look in that and, and but couldn't quite make out what exactly it was. I feel like it's one of those things where like and it's not a common thing, so unless we saw it. Like I think it was with the twenty nine, so like Okay. I feel like if you saw the machine, you would in- instantly recognize yeah. it. This fits here. Well, I think you said nothing was big enough. Yeah, yeah nothing right, in right. the room is okay. big enough to okay. fit in that area right now. But with your investigation, um, okay, so I will say that, um, Kirill, you end up looking, uh, finding some scrolls that show a diagram um, and the structure and inner workings of a magical cannon powered by elemental air. Um, oh, it's not that. 
Can I hear that again? Just <laughs> so you find a scroll. Game. You find a scroll that has basically blueprints and diagrams of what would be a magical cannon oh, that okay. is powered by elemental air. I will take the blueprints back to the dais to see if they match. Yes, they okay. do. do you um, find anything? Hold on. Don't talk. I just rolled really well. So, I'm sorry. I took investigation as my expertise. Okay, I apologize. He was our backup so senior before we realized you were smart. <laughs> you <laughs> a copy of Shemshine's bedtime. It's <laughs> <laughs> in there. Dear God. It's following you. <laughs> I just turned to the dragon, you should burn this. <laughs> dragon, you should read this after we leave. No, I know the dragon. Charlotte's being, letting you look through his treasures. I mean, I paid him 300 gold pieces. Well, you <laughs> um, so as you're looking through the diagram and kind of comparing it to the days, then um, you are kind of able to um, see that, you know, this this is definitely what would have gone here if it had, um, if it had, if there was any such device in the room or this is what corresponds with there. Can you give me um, an arcana check? Because you did an investigation check, and that's what you're finding. Yeah. But to understand a little more deeply into this scroll. Guidance? I just continuously touch you with guidance. (laughs) (laughs) While he's doing that and figuring it out. Think of things. Be so smart. Think of things. (laughs) You hear in your head, I wish you think that crown is worth. (laughs) I shouldn't have switched dice. I switched dice because I was like, I want to overtax these ones. They've been rolling well. <laughs> yeah. So as as you're looking at the scroll and you you get the idea that um, you know this is a, an air cannon of some sort, um, you're not quite sure the mechanics of how it would have worked, but at least you you narrowed down the fact that yes, this is the item that would have gone on the day if, if it had been here or that was being. Um, pretty how dangerous could it be? It's an air Is the ceiling solid? Or is there like in here? Yes, yeah. It's a solid ceiling. It's not um, open up to the air. Okay, so I will turn to everybody, um, and I'll step away from the dais. Uh, Ashkarla, thank you very much for letting us examine uh, the pedestal here. Um, so back on. This held a cannon powered by elemental air. Mm. I don't understand why it was here and perhaps that's why it's no longer here because there's not really anything to use it on as far as i can tell which they can use the genie to produce an elemental can i guess detect magic and see if there's any lingering conjuration i know it would be old but like you could try yeah sure okay investigation mm-hmm. not my strong suit <laughs> can it be perception well, I mean, you're looking for magic, so. So yeah. You're yeah. looking. Yes, yes. I'll let you know. It's a perception, not physically investigating things. So yes, perception's fine. Okay, so that will be twenty nine. I mean, is that my expertise? <laughs> um, my perception's only a plus eight. Mine's a thirteen. Yeah, it's my persuasion. There's, there's really nothing inherent or at least nothing magical in the fact that um like among the the items that he's got um stored in his 
in his lair or his treasures. Um, if anything, you know, maybe a little bit off of Ashgarlet, you're seeing, of course, he's a magical creature or has has some magical elements to him. But um, as far as the items go, nothing is pinging for you. And there's no traces of magic from... Not even from the days. <clears throat> no, unfortunately. So I'll tell you, nothing magical. Okay, so Paige, you were looking around as well, and um, you find uh, where you were off in one of the bookshelves? Yes, in the same general area Carol was, also with the genie taking advice on what okay. to look. So you find um, a, a folded up piece of paper, a piece of parchment. It looks pretty weathered. Um, and when you unfold it, it looks like a map. Hmm. And so it's of a mountain region, and there's a label at the very bottom that says Cloud Peaks. On the map, there is a particular part of the mountain that is circled that and has the word here, question mark, written on it. He crumples it up. I was like, well, this is useless. <laughs> well, I think I've found where the cannon might be. You did? What? Uh, somewhere northeast of Cliff Peaks. Cloud Peaks? Cloud Peaks. Cloud Peaks. Mm -hmm. Are we familiar with the area at all? Um, I mean, you can make a make a history check. Or... Here, let's tell you, buddy. I'll help. <laughs> also, it might be Paige. Yeah. I don't think Paige has history. I think I might. Uh, 18. Okay. And so um, the Cloud Peaks were home to a clan of cloud giants. Elemental air. <laughs> and um, so there was a keep, and there was a keep near the top of, of the Cloud Peak Mountains. So that might be what you know. Um, Fickle, but not necessarily directly evil. And then Ash, or not Ash, Scarlet, um, Gasbury Azam, hearing you talk about the Cloud Peaks, will say, oh, yes, um, Zikrin was was interested in this area. He uh, he thought that this ruin may be a an ideal location to further his experimentation. Hmm. Is there oh, something that we might be able to trade with you to be able to um, maintain this map, perhaps something of collateral, and we can return the map to you when we are complete with our mission. The center of the dais, what is it made of? Is it just bare earth? Um, stone. It was stone? It'll be stone, yeah. Um, and he's sitting on it currently? Yes, he's gone back onto the dais. Um, my dive? You could step off of your dais again. He backs up. I would like to take a moment, kind of like look him over, look at the dimensions, and I would like to mold Earth a more comfortable kind of like cup that would cup his curl. And then I would like to use Juridcraft to have lichen and like seaweed or whatever it looks comfortable in the room grow over it. Oh, Ben Lenny. Hmm. You've improved it. He'll go and sniff. 
lick at it. <laughs> and then step on. All for one measly scrap of paper. You may take the treasure. And he kind of settles into his new in his new spot. Oh, wonderful. Love when negotiations go perfect. And I take some time to like work with him to make sure it is molded in the most comfortable way. It's it's poking a little over okay, this. And I'll smooth that out. <laughs> These grooves are always getting caught in my talons. And I'll try and like tamp down the grooves a little bit <laughs> since we don't need it, right? No, like, this is no, fine. <laughs> okay. And then, are you guys looking around at anything else? Do you want to see what other treasures he has? Anything and just as a sign of good faith, I also have, I don't know where I got it from, but I have a tiny owl bear statue. So I want to give him that too. <laughs> Okay. I don't know where I got it, but it's in my inventory. Sure. <laughs> I don't know when did when did we get an Albert statue? I remember getting it, but I can't remember where. So I'm gonna give him that just as like a and like and for nothing at all for you. Hmm. It's a mechanical Albert, so like you can wind it up and it moves. That was in the last yeah, year. Yeah, it was in the construction. Nice. Okay. I will give him a vial of perfume. Ooh. Oh, crap. Do I have it? Oh. Yeah, everybody cop up some stuff. Come on. Overlooking at the chocolate, trying the to read what was on it. I leave the rub scintillating colors. <laughs> okay. Oh, this shit. <laughs> this shit I'm out. Um, okay. Rub scintillating colors, mechanical owlbear statue he's like a wind-up owlbear lovely and then oh gosh carol a what vial of a vial of perfume okay i haven't i, have I mean I gold is always appreciated i have an amulet <laughs> it's just a plain amulet sure i'm not gonna say anything ash garlic that looks at it and what color is it silver silver okay so it should be bright shit was that Violet Perfume a magic item that I got from it you guys? Yeah. Oh shit, I just saw Violet Perfume in there and it didn't have like a note with it. Okay, instead of Violet Perfume, uh, I will pen out. So while he's while he's distracted by the amulet, I'll let you do a sleight of hand. Just really, just, oh, just no. push it to Can't you just he didn't remember? I know, I just want to <laughs> sleight of hand it. Just try. I mean, to be honest, you never use it. Like the dice decide. Uh, that is a 24. Perfect. Beautiful. Yep. Like, like nobody's business. You would think you were Paige. Just like, whoom, palming it back. And then you give him one of your many non-magical perfumes. Uh, I was going to say, I, I, so I will give him a non-magical perfume, but then I will also pen an homage to him. <laughs> and okay. his power, the beauty of his patinaed scales, and the security of his lair. I kind of, while you're writing this, I just kind of sit next to you with my arm linked in yours. I'm like, you're doing brilliantly, darling. Thank you, I'm very scared. <laughs> and I also hand him a piece of parchment that says one free meal at the hearth at Candlekeep. <laughs> <laughs> one us. free dress at the I get a coupon. <laughs> I'm just saying to a chef-like Ben Lynn, cooking for a dragon would be pretty rare. Actually, if I remember, Keep has a 
protection against evil beings. So if it was evil, it couldn't even get in. Yeah. So like, you're you're safe, kind of. With all these gifts, I wonder if we can get Ashwell to give us a lift, lift to the planet. We'll <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's what you were going for. Yes. Oh, were you guys gonna hand him things? I'm sorry. Oh, I give him an amulet. What did you What's do? That? Nothing. Page. <laughs> um, I have a passive perception of 23. What did you do? <laughs> you're doing the throne. Yeah, you're doing the throne. Ash Garlet. Yes. Are you fond of adventure? Stories. I, but you have many stories of bravery and daring. I'm fond of my treasures. That is perfectly legitimate, and he is happy. <laughs> I just wondered, just an open offer, if you would like to accompany us to the Cloud Peaks. I mean, I can imagine that if there's an abandoned cloud giant fortress, there'd be a lot of opportunity for treasure. That we would then have to. Sh <laughs> oh, the trip to the Cloud Peaks. What a beautiful scene. It would be a gorgeous flight. It's going to be breathtaking. <laughs> I say, girls, like, what are you yeah, after? Is... I, I pipe in in both your heads. I don't know. I'm just trying to, I'm just here to support. <laughs> Ash Scarlet, look at man. you. Is there water? Snow. Frozen water. Mm -hmm. I like water. I find my treasures in the water. You can see, and he gets excited, and he goes over to one of the um, one of the displays, and there's some coral. It's just like a piece of coral that's shining in a little iridescent. This I found 100 yards outside of my home. It was sparkling in the water and called to me. And this, and he goes and finds a book that is um, crumpled up and the water is like waterlogged, waterlogged paper. And he's like, this was found within the ship belly that was at the bottom of the sea. And it is my treasure. So great. And this, and then he starts going to different scrolls and, and different <laughs> items. Yes. So yeah, it's a bunch of like brick and wrap. Do you have an overbearing father figure? <laughs> and the love of really, really white men. Wait. In both of your minds, was this a mistake? <laughs> have you heard of Gold Rush in Rivers? No. What is this Gold Rush? Well, oftentimes, rivers initiate, they, they start their flow um, from mountain peaks because of the copious amounts of snow, uh, the runoff from that will create tributaries that lead to river that eventually lead to the sea, your home. And the mountains give me treasures. I will stay here to collect the treasures the mountain gives. And that's perfectly valid. <laughs> I will say, like, in my head, I was just hoping for a flight. <laughs> He's too no small in, in our heads. He's too small to carry all of us. No one else will I could ride take my treasures. Well, 
Eshgar, this has been absolutely lovely. Thank you for your patience and your time. And for the map that you and so graciously map. let us purchase from you. And we dearly hope that we may meet you again under a more um, permissible circumstances when we are not inadvertently invading your home. Yes, come to our home. Invade ours, please. Mm. At least knock first. Yes. We did knock, sir. <laughs> I just on the side. Come in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good okay. luck. Well, we must be on our way. All right. So, are you guys making leaving? Okay. There you go. So, as you're looking at um, Ash Garlith is settling back into uh, into his dais, and uh, he takes the the coral sculpture off of the shelf that he showed you, and it was. I mean, it's just coral, you know, but he's like really in love with this thing. He's absolutely adoring um, this part of the treasure. You guys make your way out of the cave system and back to your horses. Well, he was kind of delightful. On the way out, I will just use prestidigitation to like add some extra sparkles to it as he's looking at it. It is beautiful. <laughs> New best friend? I sure hope so. I bet he gets the best seafood. I'm surprised you didn't try and set me up with him. Darling. Should we go back? That was too much man for either of us. <laughs> I mean, metal and stone? What a better combination. I was making a joke. <laughs> Put a hand on your shoulder. Same. <laughs> How far are we outside of the lair? Um, from where you guys had tethered your horses, I would say you're fairly far away. Um, the, the cavern entrance, and let me close this off so I can get a little better idea. The cavern entrance was only accessible through the water, like you had to go out onto the ocean a little bit and see that. And so to find an area where the horses could be safely tethered, have some food, whatnot, I would say you're at least we left 100. Them up on the cliff where there was grass. Yeah, you're at least 100 yards or 500 yards, you know, pretty far away from the cavern. I wonder how many parties just straight up kill that dragon. <laughs> A lot. Or die because they try. However, once we get to the horses... I mean, we're level 10. He's only really young. Once we get to the horses, I'm gonna go... Guys, I'm really sorry. And pull out the piece of chalk that I stole. Oh, jeez. Oh, you naughty, naughty boy. The dragon comes streaming out of the cave. <laughs> no. Give me my job, my treasure. No. I always saw you somebody who knew, I don't know, more of the elven persuasion. What? Like a balance to your stoniness, you know, like go. My husband was sagging more there. <laughs> Or perhaps it's just oh, so you, he would be a good fit for you then. Well, I mean, no, I mean, he was a dragon born, not a dragon. <laughs> I mean, as long as he didn't count the pieces of chalk on his. I mean, technically, board, my husband was both a dragon born and a dwarf. <laughs> Is there anything special about it? No, but he said several times not to. Once he said it three times, I had to. <laughs> so you risked everyone in the party's lives to steal a piece of chalk. Did you guys even notice? No. I wasn't given an opportunity to notice, but I might have, but... <laughs> we're working on the throne! You didn't notice. Again, passive perception, 23. <laughs> well, you may have seen a little movement. 
but I was not reading quite. the chalkboards. Yeah, um, and quite. I said that out loud to everybody. Yeah, as beautiful as he was, we could take him. He's I, only a young. I would like to say that if nothing else, if you never steal a book from Candlekeep, stealing a piece of a dragon's hoard and leaving unscathed and in good standing with the dragon. What a tale! Is rather tremendous. And you might come to my restaurant. Thank you. Right, Don't show him the chalk. I will not. This will be our secret. <laughs> you're, uh, he comes into the restaurant, you're doing chalk drawings on, you're writing the immediately on the board. He's like, yep. my chalk! My treasures! My missing chalk. So, we had just gotten out of Ashgarleth's lair, and I think probably maybe took a night's rest just to kind of gather ourselves. When you guys had gone into the cave, it was, I think we'd said like mid-afternoon. Spent a little while in there. Oh, is it there. safe? <laughs> it's yeah. up to you guys. You could camp a little bit away. Yeah. yeah, I think it's fair. Camp. Sure. Give it to you guys. That's fine. How You're... far away is the cloud peaks? Do we feel like walking there is the smartest thing to do? Well, I mean, we have horses, but sure, sure. And so, once you once you reach the cloud peaks, as you guys are studying this map and with um, Gazrezam's help, a little bit of, of looking it over and getting some information as to what Zikrin's kind of obsession might have been, um, but it looks like about a three days journey from the base of the mountain Is, to where you need to go. Are there any teleportation circles that could cut that down? Um. Well, she's saying from the mountains themselves. We still have to get to the base of the mountain. That's yeah, to get to the like, mountain. Yeah, to get to the mountains. So, um, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time, you know, getting from one location to the other. So, I'm I'm happy to say that you know, if you guys took some time to prepare yourselves or or to get there, um, maybe even if you wanted to go back to Candlekeep, because Candlekeep wasn't too far from where you were on the Sword Coast and in this lair, that was like a day and a half of travel for you guys. Um, the Cloud Peaks though, once you get to the base and start making that trek upward, it is gonna be rather lengthy and it looks like it's gonna be a little... There's a city called Nashcal near the Cloud Peaks. Okay. There's also something called the Twin Towers. <laughs> so maybe go to Nashcal. <laughs> I was gonna make the worst. So yeah, I would say that um, if you've got if there's a town close by, then then Candlekeep could possibly have a teleportation circle in that town, so that way it cuts down your travel time. Um, any kind of creatures we could take with us that would be able to scale this mountain better? No, Probably right? the giants. Okay, we just hire some giants to carry us. Is it fair for us to have some basic knowledge of these mountains? You can have, you can have, um, roll a history check for me. If you guys are going back to Candlekeep, I will, I will allow you to do a little bit I'm of just, research. I'm just the Wikipedia page, there are both Remorazes and White Dragon in these mountains. Sure. <laughs> Remorazes. Razzle dazzles. Razzle dazzles. Yeah. So who wants, who's doing a history um, check? 21 for me. Okay. It's the 21 for me, fam. <laughs> I'm Gen Z. I wish. You guys are great. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're not that far out of it. Anyone else? I'm so far. Uh, I got a 10. Okay. 
So with the 21, I will say that you, um, you're doing a bit of searching as to the cloud peaks and the cloud giants specifically. And so, um, you understand search, they were eliminated in 1342. So they are no longer, um, occupying this space. What you will most likely (laughs) guess, close it. What you'll most likely encounter though, is, um, you know, they're, they're ruined keep possibly. And so in that kind of lines up with the map that you've got from Ashgarleth showing where it was circled and the word here was written on the map. Oh, okay. This is also much closer to candle keep than I expected. Cause in my mind, I was imagining like spine of the world. It was like, Oh my God, that is so far. <laughs> and the cloud peaks are actually like just off the candle keep. Sure. So sorry, I was I was like I'm gonna look at a map of the world because yeah, <laughs> no worries, that should be readily no available. Worries. And that's honestly, as a new DM, something that I didn't think of, kind of looking for is where where things are in relation to at least you know with the with the trip down to the Sword Coast and to Ashgarla Slayer or Zikrin's laboratory, um, you know, it kind of gave you a timeline for that. But I did not think about that. It's so. I think it's probably even closer because, like, that's Candlekeep, and those are the cloud peaks. Yeah, perfect. Like, so I would say within a day, within a day, you guys can probably travel there. Um, okay. Travel to the base. Um, but are then it's you three days up? It's possibly the... three days up to yeah. It's what you're estimating is three days of travel up the peak. Um, and Rio. I'm looking at Nashkel. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, Nashkel has a, a. It was in the game Baldur's Gate, mm-hmm. one of the, the locations in one of the video games. Sure. And there's, there's a character called Nuber, the village idiot, in Nashkel. So Nuber tries to sell you some <laughs> snowshoes that are actually. <laughs> and there's a Temple of Helm, so they would probably have a teleportation circle. Yeah. That's what I was. So it, at Candlekeep, you would probably be able to teleport over close if you didn't want to take the the journey but you definitely will need to trek your way up the mountain um it's as the cloud peak you think it's tall it's snowy might be harsh so if you guys want to do anything to prepare for a rough climb do you think there's anywhere near the cloud peaks that would sell us axe peaks as opposed to horses also a guide couldn't be a terrible idea no not at all so yeah, well, I forgot the name of the town that you were talking about. Nashville. So somebody in Nashville would probably... Sell sex speech. They might... They'd be at least worth it looking into. I don't know if they would sell you axe speaks right. or if they'd have it. Well, because we do know from Rhyme of the Frostbane, axe speaks run around 25 gold pieces. And they're just much better at traversing cold, mountainous climates than horses would be. But they may be something that's only in the north. The peaks are real snowy. It is pretty snowy. Well, against design. Yeah. So if you guys want to make your way to, I can, let me write it down, or else I'll forget again. Nashville. 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 Because I would love to. Buy, I've heard Nashville is really good hot chicken. Uh, I would. Um, I would love to buy uh, cold weather clothes and a climber's kit too while we're here. Okay. Yes, I buy whatever appropriate gear. Would be the same. And seeing as that's go ahead. One could even call it a vertical chicken. Sorry, go ahead. Um, seeing as this expedition was taken on behalf of um, Candlekeep, they will graciously allow you to expense it. Oh, a per or a moderate price. Nothing overboard. If they see 
Night Speed Climbers Kit and uh, Cold Weather Clothing would run us 72 gold pieces. Each? Mm-hmm. Okay. Which I can afford. I mean, me alone can afford it for all of us. Yeah. So, so we can all afford to pay for it, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Candle they're going to pay so for it. Or are they going to reimburse us later? <laughs> yeah, so Candle Keep... I, requisition it for us. <laughs> you will... Um, It'll be here in two to five months. Yeah. So Zindi writes out a scroll for you. Yes. And says that um, these adventurers are on an important mission for the school and... Uh, oh, gosh, I lost it. The Temple of Candlekeep and the school, uh, the very important research project, and so any exp- any and all expenses up to 100 gold may be billed to Candlekeep avowed, signed Zindi, and she makes it very flourishy to try and make it look... That's genuine Candlekeep's signature. Very... Very official. Can, she can use her little, like, press yes. to, like, yep. put the... <laughs> There's a seal. So, <laughs> you do have to renew that every few years. They make you take a test. That's not simple, indeed. No. So, okay. So, I'll let you guys, yeah, go ahead and uh, mark off from Nashkel. You each have a an axe beak to ride and some cold weather gear. Make it a little easier. In, I love in, uh, I don't know if it's the same for everybody, I think it is, um, but in D&D Beyond in the app, um, where your creatures would be when you add creatures, it's Strahd riding a hell horse. Yeah, it's not what it shows for me. That's, <laughs> that's what I see. Yeah, I'm always. I've always been like, what is that? Mine is just a black page. <laughs> Nothing on mine. I want to add, add creatures. Quick. How do I add? Creatures? We're just renting the axe beaks. Yes. Right. Oh, so we don't get to keep them. Oh. Yeah, we we're renting them. Beak, I mean, we paid 25 gold pieces. Well, that's the price of them. Mine. <laughs> that's how the town. I'm going to have a goddamn zoo. I'm going to be keeping my No, they are. Okay, so they, we will say that they charge you. If okay, it's 25 yeah. gold to keep one, then it is 15 to 20 gold, depending on which one you want to have rented for the trip. Okay. Well, I will pay 25 gold. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but then they will ask for reimbursement because they, you know, be like, we did not. There's an event. I sued the guy an extra hundred gold pieces for the ask speak. I I want. No, that's for- fine. I'm just saying Candlekeep's gonna look at the receipts and be like, you brought back an ash speak or an ask speak. And uh, we'll look at them in the face and go, yes. <laughs> Name one time you sent me on an adventure and I didn't come back with a creature. That's fair. <laughs> I get frowned upon for stealing a piece of. I paid rock. for it. <laughs> I was trying to figure out why I couldn't find axe beak in creatures, and I just went to add items. And if you type in axe, it has axe beak under gear. What? Oh, yeah. An axe beak is gear. All right. Things you learn, guys. It let me find axe beaks in the. It costs section. fifty, right? Yeah. Well, no, it's twenty-five for an axe beak. Well, because you said it was about 75 gold okay, so per person, so 50 for the axe beak, 25. For, it's 25 for the climber's kit, 10 for the cold weather clothing, and I thought 25 for the axe beak. And D&D Beyond, it says 50 gold pieces. Okay. So 85. 85. Still under 100. Still under 100. 
So yeah, it's permissible by Candlekeep. It has been added to my backpack. <laughs> it's like, it's a bag of holding with like your head sticking out of it. Oops. Okay. Cool. All right, me and Kit Good are ready. <laughs> so when you <laughs> not axe good? No, Kit Good. Sounds too. Okay. So when you guys are are setting off, um, yeah, you start at the base of the mountain. Did you decide to uh, hire a guide, or are you on your oh, own? Because oh, you guys have. Uh, yeah. I so still have to. Yeah. Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> or even just like asking around, like, does anybody know like just general hazards? Is it okay would it be okay if we went up without a guide or would people around here recommend it? Okay. I have a problem. Okay. I'm too heavy. Oh <gasps> you're too heavy for your ass Oh no. Is there any way that you could Can we strap two um, axe beaks together? Ride them like skates. Like, I don't know about that. Well, I don't know. That might be a sled yeah, or something. Yeah, can I get? Yeah, but up a mountain. I, I mean, yeah. well, and the mountain isn't necessarily going to be level land right. for a sled to go up. The, you know, there is a snow line. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, can, you, can we? Is can somebody? You know, I don't have problem. Do we have a cart? Do we have a cart? Well, Again, the problem. The problem that um, you're going to encounter is you. It's a mountainous region, and so you know, until you get to the snowy areas that are really densely packed with snow, and I mean, you're going to have rocks. You're going to have trees. You know, trying to find smooth enough area for a sled or a okay. carriage or a cart or something is going to be difficult. So the best way to do it would be either be by beast or on foot. Um, get 30 pounds. Ball. 30 pounds? Oh, wait, 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 hold on. Just lay across two axe beaks. <laughs> I'm, loving the, I'm loving the creativity and the problem solving here. This is great. Do you know fly? Does anybody know fly? So, I mean, yeah, that would be helpful. Ball. That could help. I do wear a ring of featherfall. Nice. I am having a lot of confusions with my spell list right now because okay. I don't. I did not pick two new spells for this level, and I'm thinking it's counting my magical secrets as the new spells, but I didn't take new spells yet, so I should still have two bard spells. We might have to look at it. I didn't think my magical secrets counted as my bard spells, but couldn't you just summon a mount? I mean, if I thought the point of the hack speak was that like it was suited to oh. yeah but you're level 10 can't you get enhanced mount a polar bear a polar bear romps out of the distance <laughs> what because i could cast enhanced ability on the axe beak which would double its carrying capacity but it only lasts for now I'm trying to see if I can even find the creature on uh, anybody so, okay. tell me about if it need a guide or something or not. So if anything, well the where you get the axe beaks, um the stable hand, um the woman who works there, she is a uh a burly dwarven woman who is wrangling these axe beaks. Um her name is Sasha, and she looks at you. Oh, 
you should be fine with these guys. That's that's all right. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if you want a guide, you know, Stefan might work for you, but uh, he's not very good in a pinch. Do you think he'll be okay on an XP? Is that point Ooh. over to Bo? Oh. I don't I mean, know about that. Do you have the, the strongest axe beak? Well, I mean... <laughs> or a polar bear. That one's got the strongest axe beak. The rock man. Benlin, mm-hmm. surrender the axe beak for both? Um, still feel like it would still be out of... <laughs> but uh, do, you, do you know where you're going? Well, we're seeking this abandoned keep that the cloud giants left behind. Oh, the ruins. Mm-hmm. Looking at the ruins, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, nobody's been up there for a while, but, I mean, do you, how, how do you plan on getting up there? The Axe The Axe speaks, yes. Well, obviously, but do you know how to get to it? I mean, that's why you need the guide, right? That's why we need the guide. Yeah. Yes, we have a general map, but oh, you have a map. We have a we have. Is it a general map or is it a more specific map? It's fifty pounds. Pretty generic. Yeah, what's the, okay, let me see that. There's ropes. I, I, <laughs> I've lived here my entire life. I know this area. I might be able to show you how to get there. Insight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Go ahead and make an insight check. I mean, I, I kind of she her. wants the cannon for herself. That's the third two I rolled tonight. Um, so that's gonna be uh, that's a nine for my insight. Twenty-one for me. Yeah, okay. She's she's generally trying to be helpful. Nice. Do you okay. want to try my dice, Jake? Yeah. I think it's just your dice. I don't think it's anything you're doing. I I go, you. Okay, and I okay. hear this. So, <sighs> what did I call her? Sasha. Sasha. Sasha's looking at that. <laughs> Bad memory, guys. This is, no, you've seen yeah. all of us do the exact yeah. same thing. I'm like, who was that person? Shit. So Sasha takes a look at the map and she's like, oh, so you already know you want to go here. Mm-hmm. And she points to where here is marked on there. Well, there's a question mark. So you're not sure you want to go here? We're I not sure whoever wrote this wanted to go there. We you didn't did. write this. We no. didn't write this. You didn't write this. Who wrote it was this? acquired. But we do want to go there. We do want to go there. genius, I think. You're gonna go to the ruins to find a genius. A mad, mad genius. Mad genius. Does it tell you how cold it's gonna be there? In um on the map or like, in your studies? In the area. In the area, um do you get the general sense that it's gonna be pretty harsh and cold? Like below zero? Quite possibly, yeah. Do you think our cold weather clothing will be enough? Well, I mean, if you bundle up, yeah, you should be fine. It, it, it gets pretty rough. The wind can be a problem. But, you know, if you take it slow, you look out for things, you should be all right. It should be good. But, so there's this pass right here, and she starts marking up. She starts marking up this the map a little bit, trying to show you different ways, giving you basically a trajectory that you can follow um, to get to your destination. And so you have, after a little while, she's thinking about her memory and she's going back. It's like, well, you went up there last time. You only got attacked the ones. That should be fine. <laughs> so probably this way, you know, so she's she's cutting out a, a general path for you guys to follow on the map. In my stuff. map? On uh, your map, yeah. So she writes a little bit. Yeah, yeah the Earth Man. <laughs> um, do you happen to have any ropes? With the growth. It's a large... I don't have a growth. 
So I'm asking, because that would be a nice solution for sure. his character. Roths are large buffalo-like creatures that are cold adapted and mountain adapted, mm -hmm. and it would be strong enough and big enough to carry him. It wouldn't move as fast as the axe beat, sure. but it would get him up the mountain and wouldn't die in the cold. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know that she. They're like buffalo. Would have anything that specialized. I think she would probably have her little her axe beak pen. Um, Wait, my to go find someone. Someone roll me a d twenty. Not me. <laughs> Three. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think she's she has one, nor does she know of one nearby. What if I spent all of the money that Kim Loki gave me mm -hmm. on sorry to punish Kim? Okay. I would just need the ten and I already have, I have money that I can buy the cobalt clothes with. Okay. Can I buy barding and combine it? Have someone can keep help me to combine it with cold weather clothing to make cold weather barding for my horse? You know what? I'm stupid. Somebody take an axe beak. I'll just turn it to a roast. <laughs> I'll ride your axe beak. Now we can still take it home out. Yeah. May I ride his axe beak? Sure. Okay. I don't care who rides the axe beak as long as it's not the tur the turtle. Don't worry, we have that figured, and then I turn into a giant fluffy buffalo. Oh! <laughs> is that what you were looking for? I, that that is what we were looking for. I cover. You don't have to keep it. <laughs> I cover. What did you call your axe beak? Kid good. Kid good. I, I cover bad kid's eyes. <laughs> bad kid's eyes. I'm going to call mine kick bad. <laughs> kick good. What is the opposite of kick good? Oh, punch bad. Punch bad. <laughs> I'm calling him punch bad. And then I will look at you as if to. And you'll say you're from Candle Keep. <laughs> yes, it, it's a library. <laughs> a great library. We're quite well known there. <laughs> he used to own a restaurant. Yeah. She turns around and grabs a couple of sacks and is like, "Make sure to feed them." <laughs> Thank you, darling. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck making it here. Question mark. Thank you. <laughs> it's okay that she wrote on it. It's I just start nudging yeah. under you and then like keeping my head back to get you onto my back. I know what you're doing. <laughs> get on. <laughs> All right. That's what she's like, oh my god, I have to write it. <laughs> look at Bo. I go. The pioneers used to ride these babies for miles. You <laughs> can fit so many portals in there. <laughs> Slap the hood. All right, are you guys ready to set off? Are you heading out? Yeah. Okay. I jump on Punch Bad. Punch Bad? And I ride Penelope. Penelope? Kick Bad. Kick Bad. So who's riding Kick Good? It did. Punch you renamed him Punch Bad. I renamed him Punch Bad. You renamed him Punch Bad. Okay. So we have Kick Good, Punch Bad, Penelope, Kick Bad, Kick Bad, <laughs> and and Bedlin. Bedlin. Gotcha. All right. So as I'm writing Punch Bad, uh, Bo, what are you going to name yours? <laughs> Bo, what are you going to name yours? It's it's Bedlin. You, you know it's Benlin, right? I'll reach down and like scratch Benlin's head. Like, 
Maybe cold good? Horn good? Mm. No? Mm. And I will spell out Murph good. M-R-P-H. No. M-R-R-F-T-H. Murph. Murph good. Oh, I think it's pronounced good. Mm. Right. It doesn't roll off the tongue. I'm just gonna call it. it. Well, ever since Cindy joined us, I do hate it when it's just you, just only boys. <laughs> Naya, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I, I talked about. Unbeknownst to Naya, I turned into a few. Oh, I noticed. I I do miss her additional feminine touch. (laughs) While they're having that conversation, I'm like, Bo, every time I try to say Benlin's new name, I get a little bit of a hairball. (laughs) (laughs) Just back and forth the whole way. Yep. Gentlemen, this is getting old. So are you guys following the path that Sasha lined out for you yeah okay we can only travel five hours at a time without an hour nap okay that's fine just so everybody very gotcha well it's just because i can stay wild shape for two and a half hours uh so i guess three hours so six mm-hmm. hours and then i have to and i have two wild shapes so i can do that twice and mm-hmm. then you take at least an hour rest and then i can wild shape again could you somehow like ride one of the axe beaks and everybody else keep walking I mean, technically, any kind of traveling wouldn't count as a short rest. Okay, but so you like, need a short rest. But I mean, we could get we. Could, so if it says three days to the top, mm-hmm. we make much better time than that. Sure. Did. So I feel like yeah, that would. That's fine. So on the first day of your trip, you are little vacay. Yeah, you're you're. It's mostly forested area that you're going up to, and you can see in the distance um, the snow that's starting to approach into your peripheral view um there it is your first day of travel is uneventful i actually enjoy this we haven't been somewhere cold in a while mm. oh. ah, that's a good attitude to have varieties and spice of life <laughs> so you make it um right before you hit dusk time you get to the edge of the snow line and if you travel into the night a little bit, you'll start getting into the snow a little more. So do you want to make camp and, and rest before you get into the snow? Or do you want to keep going with a little bit of light that you have left? No, yeah, we can rest. Okay. Uh, I shift back and go, you are damn heavy. <laughs> Big bone. I'm made out of rocks. <laughs> well, you're a broth, you're not. <laughs> no body shaming here, but... Not body shaming. He is legitimately. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, a he's a very fit turtle. It's just he's just, I just chilled. Carried him for the last day. Chilled. I'm allowed to comment on his weight. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to comment on anyone else's body. Yeah. I, again, I, he is a trim turtle. Just turtles are heavy. <laughs> now you're commenting on an entire species of people. Goodness. And the Tavaxis have always been a kind of like personality. Benlin. <laughs> <laughs> It's just page. <laughs> that is not this group's. <laughs> so during that time, um, what have you guys been doing with Azrael Zem? Has he been in the book? 
most of the time? Uh, I think that at all times. Yeah. I think that Carol would have left the book open because I'm like, yeah, let me see things. Like, okay. you know, he's he's been trapped for so long. Like, here's the world, you know. Like, so, well, if you're traveling with him like that, he'll he'll try and make small talk and talk about the different things that he has um, done or the different people that he has served <laughs> um, throughout his time. Throughout his, what did I say, like seven hundred seven hundred five. 30-something, yeah. So, through his very long time, he's regaling you with stories of what he knows, trying not to think about the time that he, he spent with Zikrin. Do you have a favorite um, patron, as it were? Mm. I don't know. I would say perhaps the most kind was actually... <clears throat> The drow gentleman who missed his family. We we traveled for some time looking for for the remnants of his family, and that's all he wanted. It's just time. What was his name? Insert name here. Fascinating. Yeah. Who uses pages for napkins? No. I'm finishing what? up dinner. <laughs> darling, do, you, <laughs> darling, do you have sexual urges? I'm so sorry. This is a huge impression. We did? <laughs> well, but see, but, but Gothry has not kind of sidestepped it. So if, if Naya is asking again, like she's insistent, just like. Naya, your stew's ready. Not for, <laughs> not for some time. Once you get into your. 6.30s, it's, I'm sure, less of a... Can be a lot of I'd never slow down. <laughs> I think that your drow friend sounds fantastic. I think all of us have a little bit of a, a want of family in one way or another. It's something that we can relate to. Unfortunately, in, in his situation, his family had been taken from him. Um, and so, not only searching for his family, but understandably searching for vengeance. Hmm. We found two of them in the end. And they lived happily ever after? From my memory, yes. Okay, good. That's better than none. Naya has a complicated relationship with her family. Yes, they're horrible. They refuse to change. That's mm. terrible, not being able to change, isn't it? Especially if you've had experiences that give you the opportunity to change. Yes, one should learn from their mistakes. I'm sure you'll never get trapped again. I will be much more careful of the ones that I decide to serve. I luckily have a fantastic relationship with my family, though we don't see each other as often as I'd like. I love that for you, darling. That's... <laughs> I think you know Benlin's situation in that regard. Well, I at least know that he's not very fond of me or my kind. But he's not fond of anyone. Of any kind. That's not true. <laughs> uh, I believe Bo, if I'm not speaking out of turn, your family is no longer in the picture? Um, I, I don't know. 
Fair. I don't talk to them. Kind of evil. Literally the last thing turtles do before they die is have babies. It's like the last thing. So that would be a very insensitive thing to bring up to a turtle. <laughs> They're very rare. I don't know very much about them. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I think it's funny. You know what I mean? It's just like the very last thing turtles do is have babies and then, and then die. die. <laughs> His family sounds to have found a way around that. And then not a good Could be siblings. Like... Also, are we treating a turtle like a turtle? Oh, no, no. I mean, that's total lore is what I'm pulling from. Like, D&D total lore. And we haven't had very many discussions about your family. Yeah, didn't you come to Candlekeep to steal a book to prove yourself to your family? Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you talked to them since then? Uh, no. And not since before I got to Candlekeep, actually. And to be honest, we technically got a book out of Candlekeep. Several as times over, pointed, yeah. As you, oh, I was pointing to this particular book. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, the few others that we've got, the Raven fiasco when we fell into the hole. And... So, when are you going to go back to your family, then? Um, I don't like being hunted mercilessly. Mm. Puts his spoon down, puts his bowl down. I'm sorry? <laughs> um... Tabaxi's are. They, but they're a race of people. Where are you from? Uh, my my family tribe in particular. Well, I mean, you should move your family to Candlekeep. Yeah, I don't know where they're at or if they're still there. Should go figure that out sometime, huh? I mean, if you. Need help with that. And Bo likes people. I'm right here. <laughs> or Bella. Oh, Starling. He's fun with us, anyway. Do you ever want help searching for them? You know, we'll be happy to. We're quite good. Or if you want to forget them forever, I know a guy. <laughs> no, I, I would like some answers sometime. Mm -hmm. um, I think we're just now finding the. Uh, Rhythm of things as he like throws a dagger at her too. <laughs> and my family uh, are very much like me and serve rulers across Heirun. So if you ever want a good lead on somebody mm -hmm. to serve when you're looking again, I'd be happy to reach out and see who is um, uh, well equipped to not fold to the idea of. The power of a gin. <laughs> They're usually good judges of character. It's a very generous offer. As much as I do not trust the creature, I think it would be better to be free than to serve. Well, it sounded like before this you made the choice to serve. Is that correct or incorrect? I had some freedom to choose, but in other instances you serve who finds you. Well then... I had the choice in how much I served Zikrin, and this is where I ended up. Man. Sometimes you encounter noble, honorable, good people, and sometimes not. You do what you can. Somebody do the dishes, and then I'll roll over into the ground. <laughs> I think it's probably become, like, old hat that, like, 
Kirill just prestidigitates all of the dishes at the end of it, so it just takes a few minutes. And on instinct, I grab all of them and pack them up and clean it. Over the little assembly line. Yeah. I'll take first watch. Okay. We'll take second watch. Okay. We'll take first watch with my Depending on how long long the watches so, are, they can be either two, four hours. Yeah, I believe technically you need to sleep for six hours. But two hours of that can be light activity to get a full eight hour rest. So I believe I've done the math on this. I believe if we rest for ten hours, we can do two watches. I don't remember. Well, and I only have to sleep for meditate for four hours, so I can take two watches too. Okay. So, uh, <coughs> who's taking first watch? Did we say? Me too. Okay. Perception checks, please. Oh, <laughs> Percepting out into the darkness. <clears throat> Do you guys have a fire Dirty going? 26. Okay. I mean, if it's cold, we probably yeah. should. So, you've got your fire going, 26 and a dirty 20. Um, you're... Definitely the temperature is starting to drop and you can almost feel the wind and the cold coming from the snow line. How's that spicy life now, darling? <laughs> I didn't say it didn't get old. <laughs> I just prefer my nights with less clothes, you know that. <laughs> Fair. But the cold always offers the opportunity to snuggle up close to somebody. <laughs> And I will, like, kind of jokingly just, like, mm -hmm. nuzzle into Naya and put an armor on. <laughs> if you left Gazra's arm um, open, he'll just very quietly and just kind of be in the background trying to be as, as unobtrusive as possible, just watching this. Um, and, yeah, you just hear some night noises, owls in the trees, rustling of leaves and whatnot, and that's about it. Uneventful. <sighs> I think I'm going to turn in. My darling. Second watch. Go and knock on Benlin's rock. <laughs> yeah. Pansies. He kind of looks at the seamless bit of dirt that he just rides down of and like, I mean, I didn't know you had that spell. I watch. Oh. I immediately go over and close the book. <laughs> and then I put it in Kiro's bag, like out of sight. Mm -hmm. Whereas Gazra is almost thinking at least he touched the book this time. Did I say I touched the book? Hey, well, Earth to close the book. Uh, <laughs> yeah. okay. Perception checks for you guys on second watch, please. Uh, 23. 23? 27. 27. Okay. Um, as the night gets darker and colder. Yeah, second watch too? I don't know. I can, I only need four hours, so I'll go as long as I need to. And then four hour, at four hours, I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. So you guys are, it's very similar. It seems, the cold seems to permeate a little more. Um, You've got the cold weather gear, though, so you don't really feel it as much, and the fire is offering a bit of warmth as well. Um, 
you hear some noises out in the distance, some calling of not quite birds. Oh. But it's it's far away. It's nothing that seems to be imminent to you, but you know, there are creatures. <laughs> some of them decide to hunt at night. Um do they wear their do sunglasses at night too? <laughs> so do they wear their sunglasses at night too? That they do, absolutely. Yeah, they think it looks cool. And yeah. um, so they can, so they can. So I watch. Don't mess around with guy in shades. Oh no. Does Naya wear glasses during the day to keep herself from that harsh ass sun? Oh yes, I am. I have a nice big floppy hat. <laughs> Which now has like your muff straps down so she can keep her head warm. Um, but other than those distant sounds, um, the night passes uneventfully for you guys. And the cold as, um, I don't know, it, it kind of reaches a peak while you guys are, at least for where you are, starts getting cold. You see um, little wisps of snow starting to come down in the distance towards where the snow line is. Old. So, are we taking a third watch, or we do we need to because maybe I'll wake up one of them halfway through his watch and it's okay. accurate or whatever. Or if Benlin wants to, I don't know if you'd want to do a watch on your own. I've oh, somebody. I feel like it's it's safe to say that an Urshanasi wouldn't need to sleep as much as a person, but it's safe to say as long as I take the full eight hours. Okay. And so yeah, if somebody else wants to. Hop in, you can. I'll hop in. Okay. Uh, give me a perception. Sure. Yeah. Three. Three. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Okay. <laughs> so, Bo, your your cold weather gear may not be quite as attuned, or maybe you're just not as comfortable. In it, you're getting used to it. You're like, how did this stretch oh. over your shelves? Like, yeah. Like... Or he's got to get like two jackets, maybe just to. I've got, you know, the leg warmers. Mm -hmm. I have those on my arms. Okay. And on my legs, too. Yeah. And, and then it's like a sock over yeah. your head. Like yeah. a neck gaiter almost. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. And then fine. I have like a fuzzy, like the. Like a fuzzy thing, just like stuffed in where the shell meets the neck right there. Okay. Just like a piece of fuzz, just like sure. stuffed in there. Yeah. And you're still kind of like... Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, seeing the snow coming down, it's like you're, it might um, concern you a little bit of what you're going to be stepping into if you're cold right now and you haven't even gotten into the snow. That's why I brought my shell cozy. Good. Okay. That will, I'm sure, serve That's you well. That's for tomorrow night. That's for tomorrow night. It's got, it's just like big knit oval and it's got like stretchy fabric that he can pull over yep. the shell. Exactly. He needs our help to do that. Yep. For yeah. sure. Yeah. It's literally a fitted sheet for my shell. And that is why you are all friends. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, there's no one else that I would trust to, to, like, to be see you like, in your shell I need help with it. <laughs> This is the adventure we get famous for. It's just like these epic paintings of all of us, and then him and his bright, bright red shell cozy. I love it. <laughs> he asked for help, which is not a page that like, crawls around his shell a few times and like oh, stretching it out. Yeah. yeah. 
But so you, again, is <laughs> you really don't have... I don't know if it's worth that armor class. <laughs> Considering mine's higher than yours. I don't oh think God. It <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> so you you will also notice maybe um, if you pointed out the noises. Or maybe you're trying to, I don't know if you would try and identify any of them. He seems grumpy. I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll try and identify them if you yeah. want me to. No, it's up to you. I mean, like, would or would you care at this point? They're really far off. I mean, don't seem like we a... need to climb up this mountain. So I would, if if I can gain information, I would. Okay. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and roll um, a perception check. Or, oh, no, you did. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, nature. nature. Give me a nature check. Nature. Help me out, buddy. Oh, yeah. Do you point it out? So it's like, do you hear that? Uh, 19. 19? So I need... Okay, so in that case, I will guidance and give him the help, actually. <laughs> oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was thinking start finding her for a second. I'm so no, it's sorry. perfectly fine. Uh, my uh, nature check is nine of, minus one, so... What? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Roll a d4. Oh. And advantage. <laughs> Um, so 21. 21, okay. Because I will in detail describe what I am hearing yeah. for his nature check. Well, okay, so the distance... Kind of dying moose. The distance at which it's you're hearing it, it's hard to... It's hard to really track, like, a direction that it's coming from. Yeah. Right? But... You're pretty sure that it's it's a screeching of some sort, um, possibly wing beats that go along with it. So it's like up in the air, a flying creature. <laughs> um, yeah. Any, any thought onto the size of them? It's really hard to tell just from the noises and how far off it is. So um, I would say that I'm trying to think what, you know, all the things but it's hard to tell what direct you said that we can hear their wing beats right you can hear at least from their you know it's not like straight in front of you but you can hear that it's up so i will summon an owl okay and have him fly up and he has like a good i think millions that should go up to like a thousand feet it's a thousand feet Because if they're up in the air flying, they should be pretty easy to see. Only someone with a hundred feet of me can communicate telepathically. I don't need to communicate with him. I just need him to go out and report back. Bless you. Okay. You familiar? Go ahead. I'm sorry. And he kind of is like max range. I haven't seen max range. Okay, I will send him out and report back. Okay. So you're you're going. Uh, you send out your owl. Hoot good. Hoot good. Uh. Into the night, and um, are you specifically asking him to look for the source of this noise? Okay. Just see if he can get me more information. Sure. Like, I do not tell him to get anywhere near them. Okay. Or anything like that. Okay. But like, like, if he can give me a rough direction or a rough size or anything okay. like that. Yeah. So they are, what he's, what he kind of understands is, um, it's a, probably a medium sized creature. 
definitely in the air, winged. And it seems to be, I'm trying to give it to you without giving it to you. I don't wanna, I don't wanna spoil it all. <laughs> um, they actually look like winged kobolds. I'm sorry, what? Who good? Is that is it called a flight bell? But, but we're in kobolds, little dragon people. It's concerning. I wait for I wait for everybody to wake up to my smells of breakfast. Mm -hmm. Okay, morning comes. Page breakfast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, Nye, did you bring the coffee this time? Of course, darling. Thank you. And you were able to stop back at Candlekeep so you can have some little luxuries <laughs> on your adventure. For sure. Well, we can't go on adventures without coffee. Heck useless no. Until he has his coffee. Absolutely not. We have, uh, did he brought back the, um, the warm coffee decanter? Some, uh, yes. coffee. Well, because generally speaking, Kirill makes cold brew, but now that we're in the cold, it needs to be hot. You know, so, <laughs> wait, there's coffee this time. I want coffee. Uh, no coffee for the cat. <laughs> it's a little bit meaning when you say that. Maybe <laughs> a cup of coffee. He's <laughs> gone through his whole ritual of heating the pot and pouring it over and counting and pouring it over and counting. Yay. So, who good um, found some winged kobolds last night? In about what? In the direction we're going, or? Um, like off to the side. So, not quite. If you were to compare it with the map, it's not quite right in your path, but it's in the periphery. Not to make a leap of logic here, but when we were on our way to meet with Ashgarleth, we also heard. Wyverns. Wyverns. And now we get kobolds. So lots of flying reptile adjacent things. Uh, where there's wind, there's flying beings. Well, what I'm worried wind. about is where there's kobolds, there's usually dragons. Can I make a nature or history check to see if I had read anything about the area that could that I could like draw a conclusion from, like oh maybe he saw this and he may have thought it was a winged kobold. Um. Yeah, go ahead and make a history check. You did do some research back at Candlekeep mm -hmm. a little bit. Um. So yeah. I'll assist because we're like talking. It, about it, roll for us, got, smart boy. We got that. We are Zindi. There's white dragons in mountains, right? You got that here. Or do we not know that? Well, you were looking up different snowy areas, um, mountainous regions, and so it's possible that white dragons could... 22. 22. Okay. So in this area, um, from what you were looking at, it was... You saw some information about this, the um, cloud giants um, and their history and a little bit of, of the ruins or the, the keep that they had. Um, which is what you were looking for. It, you didn't see anything specifically that might have piqued your interest um, about there being any kind of kobold village. Um, 
the information that you found specifically was more about the history of, of the giants that were in this area during that time, not necessarily their, um, you know, the history after. It seems to mostly have been, you know, abandoned as far as the history books go. So any okay. research you might have had would have just been about general mountainous areas. I take a long slurp. <laughs> Mm. I see what yeah. you're saying. Is there something else I can help with? <gasps> Siri, stop! Let's sing! Um, is there something I can help with? Ironically, coffee. The Sorry, Paige. Um, hmm. I don't know what you mean by more coffee. <laughs> Shall I add it to your shopping list? Okay. It's decided, it's decided Margar is going to play Siri in World of Darkness. We're throwing out her character. She's just going to be <laughs> your guy to Siri. Or is a chain sentient. In Starfinder, <laughs> she needs to do all the computer voices because they're all Siri. Yeah, yeah, awesome. <laughs> um, in all of my reading back at Candlekeep, I studied the giants, the area, almost the culture, kind of. I had nothing on animals. I don't know why they would they would be up here. There was no mentioning of them. When you guys visited Yithrin, <clears throat> isn't it common up in the spine of the world for white dragons to be around? They like the cold. It's definitely cold here. We haven't visited Yithrin yet. Not that that already happened. Level 15. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> What else are you doing before you start out for the day? I will. I'm going to open. Climbing into some. I'm going to open the gas back up. Okay. <laughs> Pleasant morning to you all. And oh, I'm sorry. Know. I didn't make you anything. Would you like some coffee? Pour some coffee. I, oh, I'm sorry. I appreciate <laughs> just the, pour the coffee. But... What's, what's remaining of the coffee out? <laughs> oh, I'm my, sorry. This is my coffee then. My gaseous form cannot consume it, but I appreciate the consideration. Also, well, just let us know when you want the book open and close. We'll be happy to assist with that. Thank you. Oh. Ready? I, yeah. <laughs> so that's how that happened. <laughs> yes. It gets easier to see as, it, as you see it. I more. find it very interesting. Well, it feels like it would be more demeaning for him since I'm writing him. I think it's it's a very gracious offer for him to I kick up be a bunch your of dust as I move out of camp <laughs> to be your steed. All right, what's bad? Please don't take it personally. What? It's a whole. Is the book in love with me? No, it's just. I would never date a gin. <laughs> do you want to do an insight and wonder and ask about no, how not, his I'm feelings for? Okay. <laughs> I'm yes. sorry, Carol. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes. Okay. Uh, 25. Okay. So, anything, the way that Gazra Azam is talking to and about Benlin, you get the sense that it's more about trying to win him over and trying to make a good impression as opposed to like any affection or whatnot. It's like he does not like the idea of someone disliking him to that degree when he's. In his mind, he's been, he's nice. literally done nothing. Yeah. You know, so 
<laughs> it's like maybe I can change his mind. And Rio knows that that is the right thing to do, but in Benlin's mind, it's just a matter of time before he betrays us. So he, I know. It's, it's everything nice that he does is like, yeah, that's what you would want me to think, so you could betray me. <laughs> yeah, please don't take it personally. It's just, it's, it's a thing. I've seen prejudices in many forms throughout my years. <laughs> you have gone away, sir. <laughs> No, uh, rots have incredibly good hearing. <laughs> they do, actually. Yeah. All right. So... I think I probably found a way to like mount the book to the butt to the butt beak to the axe beak so that it can just stay, stay open. Stay open. Okay. Yeah. Penelope's very graceful. She lovely, lovely. All right. And off you guys set. So as you're traversing about 15, 20 minutes into your um, your trek, you start seeing the snow and climbing into the snow and following the path that Sasha gave you, um, taking you up a winding path um, where you are lined by trees on either side. It seems to almost have been a road that, um, rather large, wide road that would lead up to, um, up into the peaks. And so, yeah, as you're, you're traveling along the day, it's very cold. The wind comes through and starts to chill your faith a little bit. Um, you're getting, uh, you know, some of the rustling. You've got the morning birds singing and um, definitely that weird, like, crisp smell that comes in when you not only smell cold, like you get that little sting, but also the pine that comes with it. Um, so, yeah, you're traveling for the majority of the day and just... Uh, wandering along how are is anybody trying to navigate the path is somebody leading on that reading the map i think i'd be Maybe trying to with the, okay. the well map. you're also a uh, can you with the mind of a bit okay <laughs> <laughs> how easy would it be for you to read the map and make sure that you're going the the right way in your if somebody shows me the especially map. being that i have the map do you so, have a survival skill he's got the map Does he's, got the map. he's got the map So if you want to do a survival check for me. Okay. Uh, with any sort of bonus? Because um, I have if you if you feel like you would share with somebody or are you just trying to... I would be sharing plot. it with, with Kirill. Okay. Got our axe beak side by side. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. That could resemble that. Okay. Yeah, so go ahead and roll with advantage. Yeah. Uh, Twelve. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> with the 12, um, it's a bar. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> He's got the map, guys. <laughs> uh, I have a plus two. I have a plus five. I have a plus five. <laughs> Get up to him. <laughs> so with the 12, with the 12, you guys are, are following what it looks like, what it looks like the path of the map. And, um, it does wend in a certain way that it goes into a clearing and you see a couple of different ways that you could traverse and you're looking at the map and it looks to veer off to the left so you're veering off to the left um, and you're following the left hand path and as you are going on this path from the clearing it ends up leading you to a cliff face just a sheer cliff face 
Hmm. And you're is this Maybe we show this to Bo. Okay. Mm. Are we supposed to climb that? Bo, second opinion? I don't think I think we made a wrong turn <laughs> in Nashville. Can <laughs> someone help me? Oh god. I will help. I would be help. You're a rock. I would be help. But he if you are saying this and you can listen. Yeah. Like twenty. Twenty. Okay. So you're looking at the map and seeing the path. I can at least point us towards up the mountain as opposed to <laughs> We stand at a cliff and Ben Lindroth goes. <laughs> so you're looking as you're looking at the map and you guys are, are noticing this. Um I will say that Bo is Examining the map, maybe putting his hands on it, and then ends up wiping away a smudge that had been eh. going off to the left-hand ah. side a little more that showed the cliff face, or you see where the cliff kind of was delineated can on the map. It, can it be a coffee smudge? It was totally okay. coffee. That's why we don't drink coffee. Well, that could have happened to anything. That could have happened to anybody. No, no. I'm sorry, we are drinking coffee. <laughs> drinking coffee. Drink coffee while looking at maps. Well, I didn't do that. That accident could have happened to anybody. I don't yeah. slurp. You you notice that you've got just little bits of, of coffee like frozen that frozen into, into your, into your fur. fur that maybe it's, had dripped from from when you were It's the proper way Scratch scratch scratching my chin. Leg kicks out. Yeah. it's the proper way to drink coffee. You're supposed to slurp, get it across your whole palate. That way you can get the proper mouthfeel as well as the aroma as you slurp. Okay, I'll hold the map while you slurp. Hard to argue with Thank that. You. <laughs> you. Maybe I just hold the map? I think Walkwood is upset. Well. So, you guys turn around or do you decide to try and climb this place? Oh, no, we're turning the map. Turn okay. oh, no. So, you come back to the... You're coming back so to the... <laughs> You're coming back to the clearing and you take the right hand path. Um, or you could go back down the way you came. It's up to you. I don't want to metagame for you. Where are you going? Taking the right path? The right hand path? Yeah. Okay. The right hand and the, the correct right, hand. The correct hand path. Um, you take the right hand path and you say, okay, now I'm noticing a little more of the um, of the outcroppings and there's some boulders that make a certain pattern, you know, one that kind of looks like. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it looks like a, a like three stacked boulders on top of each other, almost like it was a cairn. Yeah, almost like a cairn, or you know, it was intentionally intentionally placed that way. Um, and you pass that um, as you are getting to about the mid afternoon point. How when would you guys be stopping? How often did you say you'd be stopping? Every six hours. Every six hours. Okay. So a little after early to mid afternoon, you guys are stopping on your break and you've reached another fairly clear area. Um, and Ben Lynn, you hear that sound again, only a lot closer. Can I make a perception check to narrow it down? Yes, go ahead and make a perception check. As I go from deep broth, uh, with you still kind of like holding onto my back, you like panic mode very quickly. <laughs> Ooh, it's only a 19. Okay, that's not bad. Um, so a 19, you hear the flapping sound definitely sounds a lot closer. And the chittering, screeching sound that you heard very distantly. 
seems to be off to your right about a hundred feet or so. I will summon my hammer and then uh, turn to Paige. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to roll to see how many you can connect to? Uh, I roll to see how long it is. How many people can connect to at once? Just two? Uh, two others. Okay. So here, at, in this instance, if you're holding your hammer, I'd probably pick bow. Uh, we see you guys motioning. We might fall quiet. Uh, ready in all spots to my hand oh. behind my back. And those winged kobolds, they're incredibly close. Anybody else? What is everybody else's passive perception? Not worth it. Not worth it. Uh, 18. Okay, so you'll probably hear it as well. I'm in... My active is higher than my... Right, okay, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 13. 13. So, no, you guys don't quite hear what's going on yet. Um, you hear it faintly. You might mistake it, not knowing, you know what is in these mountains not having had that conversation um before or did you tell I everybody mentioned it at breakfast, you did yeah. mention it at breakfast so, um, so i'll just kind of like look at them that are like up in the air okay so <laughs> i would say this is probably happening at the tail end of your rest or no, because you would have to sleep, correct? Or, no, 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 no. I just take a short rest. Okay, so this is happening at the tail end of your short rest. I will say that you've completed your short rest. It's okay if you don't want to. Because, like, it's just my wild shapes. I don't use those for combat. No, that's fine. Okay. No, it's okay. So you're hearing these noises off to the right-hand side, and you are seeing there. it's starting to get a little louder and a little louder. You can hear like a crackling sound behind Kirill's back as he starts to like ready that Eldritch Blast to his hand. Okay. I don't have anything like that. <laughs> can I get a dagger, a mental dagger ready and try to perceive where it is? See if I can sure. throw blindly. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. <laughs> absolutely. You can get that ready. So let me get you guys Do over I here. Do I have a crossbow? What am I thinking? You have your water whip. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Hashtag monk shit. All right, so you're in this clearing, and oh, I haven't even put everybody there. Sorry, guys. And as you are preparing yourselves, where are all my characters? Well, let's just pretend you guys are on there. Yeah. DM, come on. As you guys are there, you end up seeing five oh. winged kobolds coming at your group. Well, you know, when I heard kobold, I kind of wasn't worried, but now I'm a little worried. <laughs> so we'll say that, and I didn't have time to put you guys on there since we were in the other map, but you guys are probably in the middle of that area to the lower part of, of the map there. As the kobolds come in, you guys prepare yourselves for battle and that's where we're going to call it tonight. And I don't know if people want to do it now, but we'll forget next time. But everybody has four temporary hit points from me cooking this morning. Awesome. Nice. Very cool. Well, thank you so much, guys, for joining us this evening for our Candlekeep Mysteries. Um, thank you guys for sticking with me. Second time DMing. Yay. Hopefully getting better as I go. Really enjoying it. Um, 
Yeah, the rest of us out of a job. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but we can't wait to have you guys with us next time. Um, be sure to follow, like, subscribe, all that stuff. Join our Discord. Uh, join our Patreon if you can. And special thanks to all of our patrons. As I come over here and remember, Sparky, Dossyvid, Daniel, Rio's mom, Alistair, Sean, Rockleman, Deathcraft, Eric Fox, Meepo, Dream Lover. Thank you so much for your support, and we will come up with a tagline eventually. Have a good night, everybody. Cast. Yes.